This is a Sarkarians Media Production. Hello everybody, this is Natasha Soul and you are listening to another episode of Brown Skin Conversations. I hope everybody is having a great day. This week I have somebody special to me. I feel like the way that we met was not the norm, you know, but with COVID, nothing is normal anymore. But I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hey guys, my name is, well, you can call me Angie. (laughs) I think that's like the best. (laughs) Um, My name is Angie. I also go by the Unqueen and I am here with Natasha. So we're going to chat it up. I don't really don't have much to say about myself. (laughs) I mean, um, just a little background. I am a Reiki practitioner, meditation practitioner, uh, crystal educator, crystal seller. Um, I'm from Baltimore and um, (laughs) yeah, I I love to talk. So this should be fun. (laughs) All right. So I guess we can start with because we've already talked about this, but my Mm -hmm. listeners don't know what got you into what you're into today <laughs> yes so well definitely probably like 10 or 11 years ago um a friend of mine at the time um she basically introduced me into the metaphysical world and basically i like to call it the metaphysical world because that encompasses your crystals energy work tarot all of those different things so I, i'll say that a lot um and Basically, what's funny is we, when she was on her journey and discovering these things, we weren't necessarily close at the time. And then we reconnected and, um, she just introduced me to everything. She bought me my first crystal, which was amethyst, a beautiful amethyst geoid. Uh, she got my first Oracle deck cards. Um, and basically she just led by example. And that was how it all started for me. And, I'm actually, I'm grateful, even though me and her aren't connected today, I'm still grateful for her allowing me to, you know, learn. I feel like we all have those friends that just teach us stuff, even if they're not here, you know, to stick it out and see our journey. That's very true. So I've asked somebody else this on my podcast before, but what does spirituality mean to you? Ah, you know, I've wrestled with that definition a lot, um, because I feel like it is, it isn't just one. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's genuinely just being your higher self. And when we say higher self, it's just at the optimal level of peace, optimal level of love, self love, um, being, you know, grounded in who you are, your identity, literally just being 100%, even though it's not necessarily being 100%, that makes sense <clears throat> because it's still, everyday thing you have to practice but I really just believe it's just being your higher self and believing that you have the ability to manifest your dreams and to um to 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 love who you want to love and love yourself and to um make a lot of things happen for yourself without being so dependent on Out, like outside outside influences because mm. um, I, I won't I won't specify I won't like say oh religion because I mm, believe yeah. religion is a very important piece in a lot of people's spiritual journeys because everybody's spiritual journey is different so I'll Definitely. just say outside influences mostly just being self-sufficient 
I think that's always a hard question for me to answer because I'm like, yeah, I'm on my spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. And then people are just like, oh, okay, what does that encompass? And I'm like, you know, I'm still trying to figure that out. Like for a while, Mm -hmm. it was like meditation. I was just like, I can't get into it. And now it's just like, yeah, I can do it like right before I go to sleep. Yeah, I'm good. Like it's a sense of relaxation and getting my mind to that. We're not thinking about anything that, uh, anything else that happened. We're here. We're centered. We're like paying attention to what the body needs and we need sleep. So (laughs) no, exactly. But that, I believe that is a part of the journey, you know, using the tools and using methods in order to just be at peace. Yeah. Yeah. I know somebody probably be like, that's not really what it means, but hey, that's my definition. That's what it means to you. Yeah. And I think that's important, too, to know that, you know, everybody has their own definition exactly. of this thing because it's not really like a... One size fit all. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. religion isn't a one size fit all exactly. either because even though a lot of them have a lot of the same beliefs or kind of like structures like going to a congregation and meeting at this building there's still a lot of different aspects into it that make people go to different ones like the way that I was raised we go door to door to tell people about what we believe in exactly and there are other religions that do that too but then there are some that don't do that they're just like well they see this big building and you know grandma gonna tell them to come right (laughs) grandma gonna tell them to come and we got food afterwards Exactly. So mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> fish dinners. <laughs> Listen, I've had one or two. They was hitting. I was like, "Oh, this what y'all be doing?" <laughs> like, okay, y'all be feeding. Feed. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> like y'all be feeding people. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. Listen, y'all. right in the church basement. <laughs> right. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. But okay, so with your spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. I guess, um, what led you to doing Reiki and being a Reiki practitioner and, um, meditation practitioner, which I need to come to you for, cause I still need a little bit of help with my meditation. Listen, meditation <laughs> is so, it's, it's so rewarding cause you, you have a, it's almost like you have a partner with you. You don't mm-hmm. feel like you're by yourself right. and you're not in silence. And it's different from the guided ones on YouTube yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it's in person, you know, but so basically I was thinking about this today. Um, I wanted to be a CEO of a medical facility. Like my, that's my wow. my educational background. I have a bachelor's in health information, I master's in health systems. So I was supposed to be. That's what I was like. I'm going to be a CEO, Johns Hopkins, because I really wanted to change healthcare in the way like the patient experience. Heck yeah, the patient experience is really because I'm customer service is my thing. You know, mm-hmm. worked in retail and that was my thing. So. <laughs> Basically, that necessarily didn't, I'm not going to say it didn't work out, but that once I graduated and I started working in the corporate field, working for the state health department, I realized like, nah, this is not for me. This isn't it. And I kind of felt disappointed because I was like, dang, like, this is what you were supposed to do. I was supposed to do a program, all types of stuff like that. But it just kind of, it just didn't feel like my passion. So once again, the friend that... Mm -hmm. That put me on to this journey. We were we were talking and um, we were basically because I was looking into ways like how can I be in this 
a healer, a help, like in the health field, but not necessarily health where I have to get these like nursing and all this stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing Reiki mm-hmm. and we were just talking about it. And I was just like, you know, that would be pretty awesome. Like, but I didn't really know much about it. So yeah. knowing my friend, she was like, mm-hmm. okay, let's get these books. Let's read. I, I like to educate myself as much as possible before I just jump into something. Yeah. Um, then from there, I met a Reiki master, beautiful black woman, mm-hmm. um, was able to talk to her, kind of get mentored by her. Um, but although she wasn't available to attune me, she gave me all of the insight that I needed in order to go forward with actually being, uh, becoming a Reiki practitioner. Right. Um, so I'm certified level one and two and yes. I'm not a master yet. My goal is to get my mastership from my mentor. Mm. Um, but I wanted to actually work, work in the field first before I said, okay, I'm going to be a Reiki right. master. Like hands that's, on. That's yeah. <laughs> and the meditation actually came in because, um, I was exposed to meditation in college. <laughs> um, Mr. Tom Thomas Thompson, hmm, our arts, <laughs> a college edu- um, counselor, and he would come because I was a resident assistant, and he would come to our trainings, and um, he would have the Tibetan singing bowl, and he would strike it. And we would do mindfulness. Um, he exposed me to calm before calm started doing, you know, nice. advertising everywhere and all right. That. So. <laughs> I after I did the um, Reiki, I was like, okay, what else can I do that's you know beneficial mm-hmm. and that's when I said okay let me look up some certifications and I was able to score an amazing certification with a guy and um we did my meditation practice it was like an 82 hour course mm. and um it was pretty rewarding so even though I cert like I can do several types of meditation I only specialize in Zen, mantra, meta, and uh, deep breathing exercises. Okay. Those are the ones I'm more so connected to. Okay, cool. Sorry if I was like, Ooh. no, you're, okay. good. <laughs> you're good. You're, this is what this podcast okay. is about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're good. I think that is so amazing that you were in like the medical field in a way because I was too. And I'm definitely with you saying like, let me figure out a different way to be in it. That's exactly. what I'm going through literally right now. And I'm just like, I've always been the person that's like, you know, technology and healthcare. Like, how mm-hmm. can I combine this? And I was just like, yeah, I'll be in the, like the hospital fixing the machine. And I'm like, no, cause I'm still more of a hands-on person. Like I love taking care of people. Mm-hmm. And so lately I've been like, I've thought about it like years ago, but it's popping back up and I'm like doula. I'm going to be a doula. Uh, yes. So I'm working on that. And like just hearing you say, let's get some books and stuff. Mm-hmm. I really think that's what I need to do because I've looked at like training courses and stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to read some of these books before I actually sign yes. up because I think that that would help me. Even though my, my attention span is haywire right now, but I feel like when it's something that I really like, mm-hmm. I can pay attention to it for copious amounts of time so (laughs) so yeah I think that that's amazing that you really wanted to be in the healthcare field but you still like even though that wasn't your passion you still found a different way to get into it because a lot of people are just like this isn't my passion 
and then they go a totally different right. way and still want to do something with that, but they just don't know how to. So yeah. that's amazing. Thank you. I Thank you. That. I just, I follow, I just follow my spirit. <laughs> listen, spirit be God. It, it really do. It listen. I, I, it, as much as, um, you know, people, this is, that's the part of spirituality following those, you know, that intuition. intuition Cause it'll get dropped right there and or somebody will say something or a friend will put you on and that is that the your ancestors saying okay that's the door now are you gonna go are okay. you gonna ignore it or yeah. are we about to go through some more stuff and then we gotta show you the door again right so, <laughs> yes yeah, so i just follow my spirit that's it got me this far <laughs> so you know how like we say like spirit what does that mean because i know mm-hmm. sometimes like when i hear people do readings and stuff they're like yeah spirit told me and i'm like mm-hmm. like is that like your spirit god is that your intuition is that your ancestors is that just overall the universe like what is spirit <laughs> i think it encompasses so many things so when i speak of my spirit, I'm talking about the divine connection that I have with God in the universe. Okay. Um, cause that's what guides my spirit. Um, I feel like, and even I believe spirit can be ancestors and spirit, spirit guides too. Very, mm-hmm. very specific ones. Um, cause I read in a book where you can call on different different entities deities or even if it's just god you, mm-hmm. that the, that is your divine connection that is what guides your spirit and then spirit is also self that yeah. intuition your wisdom your discernment but that it those pockets are also being fueled by other entities as well mm-hmm. um because i don't think everything is based off our our own understanding yeah it there has to be, there is a force, there is a divine connection that assists us with moving through life. Um, and that I think that's very important. So regardless if it's, you know, Jehovah, if it's Jesus, if it's God, if it's Buddha, it, whoever your divine connection, that is your divine you allow that to guide you. Mm-hmm. And if it's your spirit guides, if it's your ancestors, because some people may dive into spirituality and may not ever call on an ancestor or spirit guide, mm-hmm. but their, their life is just as a, a, a abundant and divine. Right. I didn't realize how important my ancestors was until I spoke to, I call her mother earth. Um, her, she goes by Lark. Um, and she is a, uh, amulet maker. She makes hmm. amulets and, but her, it's a generational thing. Oh, wow. Her family, they're very, very deep into the spiritual realm. And she taught, I was, did a personal class for her and she said something. She said, your ancestors are there to help you. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're not calling on them, they looking at you like, what's Dang. going on? And when she said that, <laughs> right. I was like, they offended. You know what? <laughs> and I never, I never thought about that. And ever since that conversation, I, I call on my ancestors and my ancestors are those that have passed on my grandmother and those that I've never met. You know, and some people's ancestors might be, you know, totally different people. It could yeah. be the deities. It could be. So I really, like I said, spirituality, you, it's what you, make it in my opinion (laughs) with you saying that that's literally like like how i showed you that picture and i was just like i really Mm -hmm. feel like y'all not here with me and then those cars flew out i was like (laughs) 
literally like so all last week I made like an ancestor altar because I was like all right I finally gotta do this like and then it was like a whole bunch of stuff I'm like all right I ain't got no white cloth and then later on I was like oh shoot I do have like a white like Mm -hmm. big like scarf thing I was like all right I gotta wash that put some little bit of uh what is it Florida water in the wash Mm -hmm. do all my good stuff so i was like all right i'm gonna get that together but Mm -hmm. yeah so i have it in the room and the crystals that i just got from you Mm -hmm. on the um the selenite bar and everything and i was just like i do egyptian musk because for some reason i'm just like my um aunt that i was really close to she really liked that she's not past but i was just like this has to be like an older generation thing and it smells really good so i was like all right i'm gonna do that like Mm -hmm. i have the incense burner behind like the um the cup of water and the small thing of like whiskey and i was like i don't know if y'all like this but y'all gotta wait until i get paid to get y'all some rum because that's what i heard y'all like (laughs) and if any of y'all not supposed to have this don't touch it We had to like real life. I was like, don't touch it. Like that's for me, right? I was just like, (laughs) we not having those issues in here. But no, I really like. And then I have my rainbow fluorite, and then my amethyst, like in front of that and stuff. And then of course I have like it's not a seven day candle, Mm -hmm. but it was lit for like three days. So I was like, all right, cool. Like we we got something going here. Shoot. So yeah, I did that, and I was just like, that's when I did the card shuffle and everything. I was like, it has to be them too, because they just like, how dare you? Like you really just set all this up just to say we're not here for you. And it's just like when you said, um, like they're here for us. Mm-hmm. Like why aren't you talking to them? It made me think about how like when they are alive and we call them and we take the time out to talk to them. It's the same as when they're not here anymore. We still need to have that connection. And I really don't know any of my ancestors like that. So I'm just like, if y'all could like, let me know who y'all are. And like, when y'all get ready, because this, I have to remember, it's no rush. But like, when y'all get ready, if y'all could like, tell me y'all names and stuff. So I could like, you know, get to know y'all a little bit better. Because I really don't know (laughs) y'all. No, for real. And like, that's, that can come in dream work as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know there's, I have like this one book that has all like different types of herbal teas that you can take before you, yeah. And Mm St. John's Wort. I think both of those are the ones. And, um, somebody else told me camphor. Yes. And then you can take, I know you can drink that before you go to sleep Mm -hmm. and that should assist with dreams. Yeah. And then sometimes you just, you know, not saying a name, but then They'll reveal themselves in mm-hmm. other ways and other forms too. So, yeah. Like just their faces and yep, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. One of my um so the episode that this episode is gonna come out later, mm-hmm. but the episode that I had with my friend Kayla, she was giving me a reading and she like literally said, like, you know, to be able to give me the reading, she wanted to like connect with my ancestors too. And like mm-hmm. literally right when she like said that, right when it was time for me to, you know, ask my question and stuff, this candle that was on the uh nightstand, it got brighter. Like the flame got brighter. And I was like, oh, y'all here with me? Like, <laughs> y'all really be here? Like, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like it really like, 
it warms my heart and sometimes I'm like I know that they're they probably get annoyed with me when I like question like are y'all really like mm-hmm. y'all here with me or whatever but I know that they're just like I'm I wasn't raised to do this right. or this is coming at a time where it's like later on in life and I'm not really sure of I'm still like questioning like everything that I do personally so it's just like a okay let's be patient with her in a sense and I'm like so thankful because I know like with us being imperfect humans it's kind of like if I were to do this like to another human being they probably be like all right yo i'm not dealing with you no more because you don't even like you're not even believing in what i'm trying to give you like to your face (laughs) i think but that's i think that's the beauty of it you know of them being your ancestors and of course them being on the other side of the realm Mm -hmm. how can we get tired we're here right um because we're we're where we're we're we are where we're we are so at the end of the day who that was a tongue right um but at the end of the day we're just waiting on you we're just sitting here chilling in paradise or just you know wherever they are that's that's one thing that i find interesting it's like where do y'all be like are you in my room constantly i hope not i (laughs) hope not (laughs) listen like when when my um grandfather had passed on i said baby i said dang i got another ancestor up there about to be watching it's bad enough i already got two grandmas up there now i got my granddaddy up there so but it's so funny because it almost it makes me hold myself accountable even Mm -hmm. more um because I feel like they are watching, yeah. you know, not saying that I don't, you know, enjoy my life, but just knowing that they are like saying, okay, keep going, keep yeah. going, like keep doing what you're doing. We're here. Just ask us. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is funny because one of the articles that I read, it was just like, okay, don't put the altar in your room unless you have to. And I was just like, yeah, because sometimes I'm just like, that's kind of all. <laughs> and I'm just like you know what like a good (laughs) in a personal aspect I'm like before I do anything that I'm about to do I'm like I'm just not going to talk to y'all for a good hour before I do it just to know that y'all aren't here because that's kind of awkward yeah my altar is in my living room right up right up I was just like you know until I get a better place like Mm -hmm. this is and I feel like it's supposed to be in my room where I can constantly see it because I'm the type of person that needs that constant reassurance that, you know, this is here for you. They're here for you. They know that you need them. Like, you know, we're here. So I'm just like, all right, it's just going to have to be right here for now. But you know, yeah, (laughs) don't be judging me. I'm sure they probably like, she's (laughs) (laughs) like, let's go somewhere else. Yeah, let's go somewhere else. (laughs) Give her some privacy. Wow, just wow. <laughs> but so with the the sacred space, yes. you mm-hmm. also sell crystals. What made mm-hmm. you get into that? So oh man. All right. So selling crystals, that actually okay. So I started making resin pyramids with crystals inside. Mm-hmm. Um because I was basically put on this to a woman she said why aren't you making these pyramids i was like why why should i (laughs) i um came across them 
quite a bit on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I made like my first one. It didn't have any crystals in, but then I was like, oh, maybe I should put crystals in and make them pieces with purpose. And mm-hmm. then I realized, oh, let me make Orgon, which is a very specific type of. So it's crystal, half crystal, half metal, and with resin. And okay. Orgon is a very specific. It's it's, it's deeper, but <laughs> yeah, I'll just say specific. <laughs> so anyway. When I was selling those, I've had a few people ask, like, why aren't you selling crystals individually? Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, mm, I don't I don't know. That wasn't really my niche. I, I just want to sell these pyramids. <laughs> so I did a vending event in D.C. and I had some rose quartz, a whole bunch of like rose quartz and raw um, clear quartz that was left over from a project. So I said, OK, I can just sell them for like a dollar, two dollars a piece. I went to that event. All of them were gone. Ooh. I was like, oh. People okay. really want crystals. Okay, so I said, all right, let me... And those are the two ones, Yeah, too. <laughs> you know, so I was like, all right, well, let pieces. me dive into some more. And I just started, you know, incorporating them in with the pyramids. And the next thing you know it, I went full on metaphysical crystal shop. <laughs> like, well, really a crystal shop. And then I dug deeper into other little trinkets and stuff like that. But... Mm. Yeah, it really just started from people saying, why don't you do this? And I was like, okay. And I'm so stubborn when it comes to business. (laughs) I'm not the type of person that will just be like, oh, yeah, I'm hopping. I can't. Because if it doesn't mean anything to me, why am I selling it? Literally. And at this time, I wasn't even, you know, this was before the pandemic. So, like, crystals and stuff like that. You'll probably come across a few pages, but it wasn't like nothing like how it is now. Like. I can't literally. I can't, can't go a day without <laughs> without it, and I and I put. In, oh goodness! Anyway, I don't even. <laughs> but what I will say is, yes, like I have to feel it in order to sell it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel that, mm-hmm. and it's like the clear quartz <laughs> and the rose quartz. I think those are always like those starter pieces yes. that people start out with because it's just like okay, I know that the rose quartz is for like self love and care, mm-hmm. and on the clear quartz, you know that's. For whatever I really yep. need it for. It's, yeah, it is. It's all of the chakras exactly. and everything. So, yeah. Exactly. So, before, did you have the sacred space before you started selling crystals? Or did you get it after you started selling crystals? And then you were just like, well, I'm going to do my Reiki and stuff here too. Mm-hmm. So, I opened the sacred space um, afterwards, I started selling uh, crystals uh, like a year prior to me getting the space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was mostly like vending at White Marsh, Be More Flea, um, different festivals and pop ups and things of that nature. Um, I was supposed to go into a business adventure inve- with friends, but it, things happened. And um, I was. Uh, offered the opportunity to open my space inside of Brick Rose Exchange. And that happened, interestingly, because that day um, I was just looking for storefront properties. And Lord have mercy, those things are expensive. Mm -hmm. And um, I had an appointment with Brick Rose because I was about to do an art show. And me and this young lady just wanted to tour the space. Even though I've been there, she needed to see it too. Mm -hmm. And we went upstairs and... I was speaking to the founder of Brick Rose, Bianca Jackson, and she was just like, what what were you doing today? And I was like, yeah, I was just looking for storefronts. And she said, you know, why don't you, why don't you, you know, open your space here? And I was just like, for real? Are you serious? And she said, yeah. And um, 
when um she sent me the mock-up of the space and stuff like that my mind just started going and I was already um, a Reiki practitioner so I was just like I want to make this a healing suite but I incorporated the crystals in there too so if you were to um ooh, I'm saying too. <laughs> I know. Lynn going to get you. She's going to be like, mm-hmm. Anyway, but I um, incorporated the crystals so that even after like a Reiki appointment, if a client wanted something to continue the vibration or to mm-hmm. work on, they could get it. Or me. And then, or just providing a private experience for crystal shopping where you're not going into this space and you're just, you know, walking around and you're just reading, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, and I've been in my crystal shops. I, I love them, but what makes my space different is the fact that you have me one-on-one Yeah, and I can, we can talk, talk, talk. You can cleanse your crystal. You can work with your crystal. Um, I'm at the point where I'm so open to even teaching people where if you get a piece of amethyst, okay, let's do a third eye visualization here so you can take Mm. it home. Like I want to, my goal is to teach. So the sacred space is, it's more than just a crystal shop. It's, it's a healing, educational, metaphysical, (laughs) everything. And I think that's so important because, of course, me and her talked and I was just like, I got to bring my crystals to you because I don't know what all of these are. And who's to say I'm going to remember right when I leave? (laughs) I'm just going to have to bring a notebook and be like, all right, this one is this. This one is that. Which I didn't bring any with me, which sucks. I was like, I should bring them. And I was like, no, I don't know if she has something to do afterwards. I was like, I don't want to hold her up. Just need an oil change. Go ahead, Mercy. Same, same. (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, the sacred space is, it's so comforting. Like when I'm in there, like I know, like we've talked about the other crystal shops and stuff like that. And they're cool. Like they're they're really chill spaces. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to me, like picking up a crystal or like looking at a crystal and I'm just like, okay, like, I wonder what this is. I always feel like I need to look on my phone and not really bother the people that work there because I know that they're like probably doing something else. I'm sure that they would be totally fine with me asking, but it's just like me personally. I'm just like, Oh, I'm shy. Like, I don't want to like bother anybody about this. Like, okay, I made my list of the ones that I want. I'm going to just get these real quick. Exactly. But yeah, when I'm in the sacred space, it makes me feel like so comfortable. And like you answered all my questions. Like when we went on the live and stuff like that, like you really like helped me like just know which ones that I needed. Cause I wasn't going to get that. Um, the dalmatian jasper but once you said it's for like your healing your like inner child and Mm -hmm. stuff i was like well yep that's that's me i'm always talking to my inner child like what do you want to do or stuff like that like lately i've been thinking about the color pink and i'm just like that used to be my favorite color when i was little and Mm -hmm. i was just like wow like i have to incorporate that more into my life like i love purple but you know, yeah. I still need to honor her and let her know, like, you know, we're, we're getting somewhere. Like, we're grown. We're, yeah, we're exactly. going <laughs> to go, we're going to get to where we want to be. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I mean, the inner child is so, I, I really didn't start 
thinking about my inner child until maybe like a year or so ago because mm-hmm. I kind of not neglected it but it's, it's just like oh goodness that that person but right. once you really start <laughs> looking at it it's just like oh you know you're still there like that that playfulness that joyfulness that excitement you know it's still there right yeah but yeah. right and to ignore it is like it's yeah, detrimental it's like, to exactly. us like we turn into these like bitter older people that literally know nothing boom. right <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally like we're trying to chase that joy again and we don't know where to go right. but in all honesty it's still within us we just have to go back to you know the happier places that exactly. we were in when we were little and it's just like yeah <laughs> so much healing healing yeah. is like never ending the it, growth it is, is never ending exactly like but i think that's the beauty of it because it, it you don't have a deadline right you just you just go day by day you know mm-hmm. it's not a oh i i have to like i see it's this post on instagram that's like you know, it's okay to not have these things at this age. Yeah, literally. And, then you, and you're right. God damn it. I don't have to. <laughs> you know, I want to just. It's just about living in peace and being okay and knowing that it's a nonstop journey. If I think if a lot of people put that in perspective, mm-hmm. then you won't feel like you're against a clock that really isn't there. That's oh You gosh. made that clock. Right. The universe ain't make that clock. Right. Nobody you else sees that. that but you. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So, and I had to tell myself that all the time, like, stop making these deadlines on these journeys and these things that you want to do. Just live yeah. and just live by your principles. And that's really what's important. Literally. Yeah. So other than, you know, this sacred space mm-hmm. and doing meditation and Reiki and selling crystals, what else do you do? I know that you, you know, you have other stuff going on. So. So, well, ah, man, <laughs> boring. I, okay, so, jeez oh, Louise. What was the question again? What do I do outside? Yeah. yeah. She was just like, everything. I mean, like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a vendor <laughs> that still deals with my business. But mm-hmm. personally, okay, I'm going to be very honest with you guys. <laughs> Right now, everything is about my business. Mm-hmm. It really is. And, she about her business and right now. <laughs> but it, 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 right now, it encompasses me because I've been working for other people and doing other things. I've started working as, at 15 and 9 months mm-hmm. and putting my energy into all of these oh, other wow. people. I was a hall director at Coppin State University. Oh, wow. I put a lot of energy into them kids. They almost Aww. killed me. So it's like <laughs> I'm using these years to funnel like really for my business. Oh, I travel. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, and I'm a traveler. I saw your How blog. I forget? I, I read your blog. I was <laughs> like, oh, I gotta start reading some more of this. I, um, <laughs> I do. I travel, y'all. Um, <laughs> ooh, let's talk about that. I am a, uh, listen, that is my number one Besides, you know, my business and, you know, being a well-known Reiki practitioner or a healer and all that, mm-hmm. I love to travel. <laughs> and and traveling is a part of my spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. I, listen, um, Jamaica is my favorite country to go to. I yes. swear to goodness, that is where my that is where my soul is that is where I feel like my soul was birthed I feel like I've lived many lives in Jamaica because when I leave there I literally cry and I've been to a lot of countries not a lot of countries but I've been to other spaces 
And mm-hmm. yes, but anyway, I'm a traveler. Um, and what else do I do? Is any of your family from there? No, no, I don't. Have, if, if I mean, I you could probably do gotta it. go down there. I yeah, would, I would have to do the ancestor ancestry thing. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I that's what I like to do. I like to travel. I like to see new places and. Besides that, it's just business and moving. If I can't move, then I'm really at home, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Binge watching. <laughs> Something. I literally just finished watching All of Us Are Dead on Netflix. The oh. uh, it's um it's number one right now. Look at me promoting it. I ain't paying nothing. Listen, that was twelve hours worth of oh ridiculousness. <laughs> I'm into like euphoria right now. I'm like I'm way late, but I'm like Is it I'm good? Gonna... Cuz I'm still debating. Should I watch it? Okay, so it's good, mm-hmm. but me, I know how I am and I'll take on like <laughs> This is gonna sound so crazy. No, no, I no. take on like personalities of people when mm-hmm. I watch TV, and with this, I'm just like, wow, this is like it's not exactly how high school was because some of that stuff, I'm just like, there's no way like all of this was is going on in like real life. Like mm-hmm. y'all gotta be kidding me. But sometimes like the relationships and the dynamics and oh. stuff, I'm like, wow, that's like really like. You know, I've seen that before. Oh, man. So, it's triggering everyone. Yes. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, it's I'm a little triggering. Like, I'm going to yeah. watch the episode. Yeah, that, like, the first, the first two, I feel like, are really, like, wow. Like, okay. Hmm, okay. Yeah. I'm going to get into it. It's a lot of drugs. I'm going to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to watch that and then of course like I'm a again a weirdo so I was watching like Seinfeld <laughs> I watched Seinfeld too when I was younger I've just been because I never got into it when mm-hmm. I was younger like my thing was when I was over at my aunt's house we watching Hallmark movies and um, Golden Girls oh so yeah, yeah I got old so well, my, because my- <laughs> Well, my girl, it was nothing but uh, the stories in um, WJZ News all day. WJZ News, uh, as yes. As the world turns, mm-hmm. that's all we watch. So we all, we yeah. get old. My, by the time, <laughs> my aunt, like, she got into the religion that I left. Mm-hmm. And so she's still, like, with that, she was just like, I shouldn't be watching these stories because they're not, like, you know, you they're not healthy. They're not like they're giving you these like unrealistic like ideas of mm-hmm. how life works. I'm like, you know how old you are, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> like I love you to death, like, but for sh- real, you should not be that influenced by fiction, ma'am. <laughs> Come on now, but yeah, by that time she wasn't watching the stories, but we were watching Hallmark movies. So I'm like, these are no better. They are all of them are the same. No. I'm so upset at my high school crush. He left me. Oh I go gosh. back home. Oh my gosh, he's there. Yeah. Duh. Listen, <laughs> I, that's all I was watching this past Christmas season. Yes, all, all those movies. movies. The same, the same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Mom, you should go talk to that guy. <laughs> I used to go to high school with him. <laughs> and they're madly in love with you. Right. I'm just like, I'm wild. like, you were only here for a week, bro. <laughs> right. And they always just be one week. I'm here just for a week. Oh my god. But yes. 
call that WPS white people stuff because <laughs> ain't no way ain't no way as a black person I'm about to be like I've fallen madly in love with this person right. that I used to hate back in the day because they exactly. teased me exactly. man if you don't get on my face exactly. I don't know where you've been at exactly. I don't know what you, right, know what you right. doing <laughs> no right. the thing that gets me they're just like oh yeah he owns his own business right and and then he's still in touch with the family. Why are y'all still talking to him? Why? Because it's a small hometown. Right. <laughs> we can write one up right now. Exactly. I swear to God, Listen. she went to Paris and came back exactly. with a with a child. Right. <laughs> and now your mom is telling you that you need to go back out and date. Dad passed away like three years ago, <laughs> and you know he will want you to. Or the ones when the dad passed away and then the mom don't want to let go of the, the daughter. Or the other way around. Because right. it was one with the dad still alive. Oh. And the mom. I was like, oh. Damn. See? <laughs> then that's why I be watching it. So I can be like, oh. Damn. <laughs> so, you're also an artist. Yes. You do paint pours. How I did you do. get into that? Oh, and man. have you done them lately? Oh my goodness. <laughs> this uh so I got into pouring paint. I okay, so when I was working at Coppin in my office I had this large paint pour uh, mm. that I got commissioned by an artist. Oh wow. And one of my RAs at the time well she was my SRA, senior mm-hmm. resident assistant, whatever. <laughs> Tiana, just in case you hear this, I don't want her to be like, You ain't put me out there the way you, you should have um, <laughs> She saw the art and um, she was like, oh, I want to try this. And oh, over the summer, she had already been like doing her research on it. And she she is very, very artistic herself. Like when I say she could look at something and draw it, her talent is phenomenal. I love that. Ugh. So I was like, okay, let's. So we went to Michael's. We got all the, the um, items and the pouring medium and the paint. And we went to this other office and me and her and a couple of other RAs, we just started trying them out like let's pour paint and we were having a good time we actually did it it was like a little birthday party because her birthday was around the time and then um after that i started doing them more and more because at the time i did not enjoy my job and it was an escape <laughs> for me at my job because mm. i lived at my job too y'all oh, i lived sheesh. there i worked there they used to call me two o'clock in the morning when they were oh, fighting no. yes <laughs> so paint pouring was literally my therapy and um art therapy yes yes and then some of the students started noticing like the residents they were like oh wow miss jones that's so cool can you make me one so i started making them and selling for like twenty dollars ten dollars because i was like man i'm making me some money right and then (laughs) i would have little little paint classes and stuff just for people to get away and then Mm. um it turned serious when um Tiana, the one that helped me, she was just like, we can sell these. And I was just like, really? And we did one pop-up at our house for like this nonprofit and we sold out all of the paintings. Wow. Yes. We, and I literally started, I was selling my art for maybe an entire year and a half until the pandemic. And that's when it it stopped Mm. abruptly. But yes, like that was my first love. And I did I even did alcohol ink. I did a lot, mostly mm, anything okay. that was like fluid, but the painting really was like my number one thing. And then I got introduced to resin kind of at the same time because mm-hmm. another RA put me onto resin. So, oh, okay. yeah. So thanks to them, Lindsay and Tiana. <laughs> yeah. Aww. 
Mm-hmm. So would you, are you still doing it or you haven't done it in a while or? So to be honest, like when I'm home, I'll paint and then I'll put so much pressure on myself because I want to like post it on Instagram and maybe I don't think it looks nice and Instagram you know, sucks it's just, just because of that. It's so it does. I, it's a lot of. I have a lot of videos I have not posted just because I felt like, oh, it's just not good enough for Instagram. Instagram sucks. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Literally, no, no but <laughs> it hinders the mind. It hinders the art mind sometimes because you're. It's it's a constant comparing thing, even though you feel like you're not, but you are some small form of fashion. Yeah, and um, so I do it now. I'm kind of getting into it now, just for honestly for content purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm not s- selling any of my work right now mm-hmm. because I have yet to figure <laughs> out how to, well, I know how to do that, but it's right now I'm just doing it for fun and for mm-hmm. content purposes. I'll just say it like that. Yeah. Post them well, videos. I am. Post I them am. videos. I really am. I'm going to post one tonight. I'm going to be alive. Not you lying. Listen, I'm it's my mine. package. Y'all going to find out about I'm, that later. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I've learned that I listened to this other podcast. I forget the name, but the host of it, his name is Andy J. Pizza. And he's an artist. Yeah, he's an artist. And he's just like, he knows basically what you said. Like, you'll feel like, oh my gosh, this isn't that great. He's just like, post it anyway, because it's personal to you and you're sharing that vulnerability with people it'll make them be like oh wow i can post my stuff that i feel like doesn't look that great or they might be like this looks great like what are you talking about like it's always like two ends of the spectrum where people are and you might just be you know like helping somebody else figure out like okay yeah i can post my stuff like you know that person was um strong enough to post this thing that they felt like wasn't all that great and you know i'm gonna post because i do that too like with i 20 2022 (laughs) (laughs) literally feels like the year where i'm not going to paint as much because Mm -hmm all after the pandemic started I really got into it but I'm just like I want to do something else artistic so now I just want to do video but before I would do that too and I was just like bro like this looks shitty (laughs) I don't want (laughs) to post this but then again I'm just like you know what like I'll instead of posting like the end result I'll post you know, my process of me doing it because I, because I know that I'm not like the supreme artist. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like everything I do, I'm still in the novice stage. Like, because I still have so much to learn regardless of how like intermediate or, you know, advanced I get, I still feel like I'm going to be a beginner because there's always so much more to learn in anything that we do. So yeah (laughs) no seriously i mean even with paint pouring there's only one particular method that i'm comfortable with and that's a stack simple pour uh you won't catch me i haven't even done that like i did multiple cups yeah (laughs) it's it's, and i've done other types of styles but i'm just like i like this much more than i need to learn (laughs) but even with my pyramids like it's as much as I want to put like a process video up, I tell people all the time, like, I don't have time to do it. 
I was about to say you gotta yeah like that and they got a set yeah there's one artist she does it faithfully uh I think is it Arpa Keisha she does it faithfully like she posts her process and I and I say more power to her like she inspires me but I still won't do it because I'm like mm -mm, but that's just like me with YouTube videos and I'm just like how do they get all these angles and I'm just like (laughs) yesterday I started recording myself and I was just like. The fact that I have to keep remembering to put my phone back up to start recording the next part that I want to show, that's the issue that I have. I just need a camera that's consistently recording, and that's so unrealistic (laughs) for me. Like, I'm just like, I'm recording from my phone. I need my phone for other stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. We'll get there when we (laughs) get there. So I see you have your crystal books over there. I do, just in case. I was like, just in case she asked me some questions. I'll tell you in a minute. Let me pull my book out. Right. Well, my books. I have about like 10 crystal books. I have that one, like the crystal Bible. Oh, I have that one too. That the, the part one, not the second one, because I know they revamped it. Yeah. The volume one, not the volume two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so with crystals, because we talked about this before you know we could use a banana and it would do the same (laughs) and i told somebody that and it was just like well how would you use the banana i was like i feel like i would do the color of Uh the banana like and relate it to whichever Mm -hmm. yeah so i was just like yeah at first i was like wait a minute which chakra is that and i was just like i was just like is it up i was like no because it's darker so i'm just like all right we got violet and you mm-hmm. know purples up here and i'm mm-hmm. like all right so the oranges i'm like yeah it's speaking of which you really have to start selling that chakra uh thing that you have in the oh, cigarettes yeah. <laughs> I know. Because I saw it on Amazon and I was like, I'm not buying this. If she starts selling it, I swear to gosh, I'm going to get it for her. You did? I found them. Yeah, it's going to take a minute when I'm done. Listen. Shoot. If it get hit by the summertime, that's fine too. I'm going to get it. Oh, no, I was man. like, I'm not playing with Amazon. They're not about to take my money. I know, but it's two, it's two puppets. You can't beat that, though, Amazon. True. It was like $10. They $10? Yeah. For real? Yeah. How much should I spend for mine? <laughs> Too much? Probably no. Oh, Did less I? than that? I don't know. We'll see. I gotta <laughs> Where did you get it from? I got mine from... Another shop. Yeah, was it Earthbound? Is that here? Yeah, there's one in Annapolis and one in Arundel Mills. Oh, yeah, I like I like them. They're pretty cool. Hmm. And so, I mean, I mostly just got my fixtures from there. So, oh, like okay. the shelving and stuff like that. Because nice. people will ask me about shelves and stuff. And I do want to get some shelves. Yeah. And I keep going on Etsy because they got like the moon shaped ones yeah. and stuff. And I was like, I want that one. That's <laughs> you can get that from there or. Earthbound is kind of expensive, but I mean, some of the shelves that they have, they have some different ones other than Etsy. So mm. I think it just depends. Like the shelves I got were about 50 some dollars, but they were for my bad. shop. So yeah, that was bad. But I'm going to look into them. I, yes. I'm going to look yeah, Let me do that. It's so many things. I'm like, oh man. This is why like, I hope like my goal is to get um my own property so i can open a store something a little bit bigger so Mm -hmm. i can have everything in there would you want to have like a whole like like 
a whole floor instead of like how you're set up now oh yeah so the like the same building I want that same structure, but mm. I would be downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I probably would still have a healing suite upstairs. upstairs. Yeah, just for, I mean, maybe other Reiki practitioners, other people that want to use it, or even Definitely. just for private sessions. But even with that, I would still have to think about employment, like hiring someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I still want to keep, my goal is to really keep the space <laughs> sacred. And that appointment only thing, I really like it because it's just like... I like it too. I just like the fact (laughs) that, you know, it's nothing wrong with, you know, people coming into a shop and stuff like that. But it's it's something nice where you know... It's personal. Yeah. And you know who's coming in. Exactly. You know who's coming in. And then I can also set time for my Reiki as well. And, you know, being a business owner isn't easy. Paying people is expensive. So... I'm gonna run that shop by myself. <laughs> I, I ain't even gonna lie. I was just like, if she opened up a shop, she can hire me because I will literally listen. be in that thing. I'll be like, I pay, I pay you in crystals, babe. I pay you in crystals. <laughs> I'm like, that's fine. I'll go do some Uber Eats or something afterwards. Like, shoot. Listen. Something gonna pay these. Listen, listen, listen. This, this, about, this about $300. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> be like, go ahead and flip that real quick. <laughs> right, right, right. Just, <laughs> you, listen, you got that, that. that paid for something. <laughs> like, you you like, Angie, like, look. <laughs> like, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. It'll be like an internship. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, you most know, internships coming, will be. I'll, you know. Yes. Call me. Ooh, the university of that? Yes, right, it's, it's coming. It. It's coming. So, mm-hmm. with crystals. Yes. Um... Just explain how you would use a crystal. Yeah. What is because it is like some of them are man-made. Yes. But for the most part like the ones that do come from the mm-hmm. earth. Mm-hmm. What do you usually use them for? Mm-hmm. I got you. So, I okay, I'll just on like an everyday thing. Um so, say if I wake up and I might not feel the most positive in the morning, I'll grab a piece of smoky quartz. Mm-hmm. Um, smoky quartz is known to neutralize the energy of the aura. Mm-hmm. So, you might not necessarily feel like happy-go-lucky right then and there, mm-hmm. but it kind of calms the aura down and it grounds you. Now, how would I know to do that is because I educated myself and I read about my stones before I just get stones. And I think that's really important. Um, It could be vice versa. You could go and get the stone then educate yourself or educate yourself before you get the stone. It kind of, it depends on how it works. Cause sometimes a stone may find you before you even can really, you know, educate yourself on it. But anywho that, and I'll hold it in my hand and I'll take some deep breaths and I'll literally feel the vibration of that stone calm me down because Mm -hmm. Smoky quartz is a form of quartz. When you put pressure on it with your hands, you can literally feel the vibration because electromagnetic energy flows through the crystal. Mm. They use quartz to run our watches, to run a lot of machinery. So, and this is science. This isn't necessarily like a (laughs) metaphysical thing. Like this is a scientific fact, but smoky quartz in the metaphysical realm, it calms the aura. Um, if I need a boost of confidence, I'll grab a piece of tiger's eye. I'll put it in my pocket. Mm. Um, cause tiger's eye is really good for the root and, uh, root and the solar plexus. 
positioning of the crystals mean a lot too. So if I'm looking for abundance with like money, I might grab a piece of pyrite and I'll either sit it on top of a dollar or I'll put it inside of my purse or I'll put it in my pocket. So that's what I need to do yeah. with my pyrite because I definitely, like I said, at my ancestor altar, I mm-hmm. got like two bills. Mm-hmm. Not going to say the, you know, the value mm-hmm. of the bills, but I got two <laughs> bills on there. But I do have like my pyrite off to the side. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll just fold that thing up towards me. Yeah. And folding towards means to come to so i'll put that right yeah yep we're gonna do that i mean it was an offering to the ancestors but i think it's been up there long enough i'm gonna gonna just i feel like there's so (laughs) many different things you can do with stones like besides them being the that the decorative portion like it's the meditation with them it is like for instance when i'm having a lot of issues with my uh, stomach, so the solar plexus area, I'll grab citrine. Citrine is really good for the gastrointestinal. Mm-hmm. So I'll take a piece of citrine, I'll literally place it on my, my naked skin, <laughs> I'll take a couple of deep breaths, and I'll just let it sit there. That's what crystal healing is about. So a lot of people are like, so what is crystal healing? It's literally, so there's Every stone has different properties. Like your quartzes are are heal have healing properties. Your amethysts have healing properties. There's prop there's stones like um, blue appetite, which is really good for manifestation and hmm. weight loss because of the way that it heats up. It, it's so there's it's like once you really educate yourself on the stone, then you're able to say, okay, this is what I need for the day. This is how I can use it. But the easiest way to use a stone is just to to carry it with you, but mm-hmm. to carry with intention. That's what's most important. Yeah. And I mean, you can do your spiritual baths. There's so many <laughs> different things you can do with them. And make elixirs if you, but you have to make your elixir properly, and you have to make sure it's not mm-hmm. a stone that's poisonous. Because yes, mm-hmm. some of these natural stones are still poisonous. Yeah, yeah. they can't be put in water. Not, some yeah, of them can't. Exactly, you can't um, cleanse it in salt. Exactly, it shouldn't be in direct sunlight. Yeah, I think that's quartz, though, yeah. right? Yeah, Those. like your rose quartz, your amethyst, and but like maybe a really light piece of amethyst. Because mm-hmm. some amethyst, you can like a chevron amethyst. Yeah, I was about to say that's mm-hmm. darker. Yeah, so mm-hmm. with so because I don't remember what this one is. Mm-hmm. What is this? I know this one is supposed to be hematite. Yeah, this looks like a type of jasper. jasper ocean jasper. Okay, yeah, it's ocean jasper. Oh, pretty. <laughs> and what is this used for? So ocean jasper. Because of course I'm wearing it, and I'm just like I don't know. <laughs> So Jasper, all Jaspers are, well, no, not all, but most Jaspers are going to have grounding properties. Okay. So I have two grounders on me right now. Yeah. Let me crack I need that. (laughs) I feel like I I always need grounding. I literally, actually three grounders because I got the Black Ossidian on Uh and then I have the Hematite and then the Jasper. And I'm just like, I really do feel like I have to be like really grounded (sighs) because it's just something about like... With me being the way I am with my emotions, mm-hmm. it can be the opposite of being grounded. <laughs> and I can go like, my emotions can be all over the place. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I do have certain uh, crystals on me and stuff, I feel like I ah. am more rational. I think more before like the emotions come over me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, <laughs> for... 
Let's see. So for the emotional, so, okay, everyone, I am reading out of the, so the book is called Crystals. It's by Jenny Harding. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really awesome book. It's actually one of my favorites because it not only talks about the healing and personal uses, but it's also, it also talks about the molecular structure and mm-hmm. the chemical structure of the stone. So. Ocean Jasper brings joy, expansion. It Mm. renews the interest in life. It dissolves negative moods. Mm. It eases depressions and helps lift spirits. It has a soothing effect on the nervous system. It encourages deep relaxation. It helps relieve the effects of chronic stress, reducing levels of exhaustion. And it also supports and energizes the solar plexus and sacral chakras. And the personal use, you could just... Place it in a meditative state, a place, mm-hmm. space, or um, you can just wear it to bring you positive energy. Nice. Yeah. Good yeah. thing I wore this. <laughs> I feel like I always have to do something like when it comes to podcasting mm-hmm. because a lot of people that I've talked to about podcasting, I let them know like I was going to stop doing this because it's a lot. Like sometimes... Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a lot to figure out like what I'm going to talk about or just the process of posting about it. Like I'm finally getting my page together where I'm just like, yeah, I'm constantly posting and stuff. And I feel really happy about that. But sometimes it's just like this feels like a lot. And I'm just like, should I be putting my attention to something else? But I do feel like doing the podcast is really good, not only for me, but for whoever I have on, because I get to learn a lot about, you know, all of y'all and just figuring out certain things and learning about myself through other people. And with that, like with having a crystal or like burning a candle Mm -hmm. or an incense before I have, um, before I record, it seems to really like calm me down and just help me to have things flow because I didn't have any like specific questions oh, well, for you. you. Great job. <laughs> Thank you. Like, it's a tough one. <laughs> I didn't have any specific questions. I knew like the general basis mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. what we were going to talk about, but like I've learned more yeah. since that. So I just like I do feel like crystals definitely like the one thing I think that I need to learn about crystals more is putting my intentions into them yes because I will like you know hold them and think about like when I'm trying to like cleanse them I'm just like okay like when I cleanse them I'm like okay please be like rid of any of the energies that Mm -hmm. were here before me and you know and then when I'm like trying to put my intentions in I'm just like please just you know magnify any purposes that you had like like that you're supposed to have but I feel like I'm supposed to like do something more than that no it's (laughs) just it's like it's it's about being specific it's almost just like when you're manifesting Mm -hmm. your intention you want your intention to be very specific um so, for instance, like for rose quartz, um, if somebody gets a rose quartz and they specifically wanted to attract love mm-hmm. from someone else, then, you know, they cleanse it. You know, I cleanse this stone, renew it of its energy. They hold it in their dominant hand. Take a deep breath. Visualize your heart chakra opening. And then you state, you know, um, 
I'm, I'm programming or my intention for this crystal is to find love outside of myself. The love that I want is, and you could say unselfish, you want a love that is respectful. It's very important to be very specific. And then although you're putting this intention into the stone, you're manifesting. And as you're manifesting, yeah. the universe is grabbing all of this good juju and <laughs> sending it out and saying, okay, let's attract this, what you need. But you hold that rose quartz as a reminder. So not necessarily as a, yeah, this is, this, this stone this is going to find me love. It, and right. when I, and cause sometimes people lose stones and they just feel like, oh my gosh, my luck and my love is gone. No, <laughs> the fact that you just said that literally just basically undid the spell undid mm-hmm. the manifestation just just because of that but if you just allow it to be a a tool you allow it to be a reminder and just allow it to vibrate the intended frequency that it needs to in order to assist you with that that's what's important but at the end of the day you you hold that but you don't really have to do more you just cleanse it hold it in your hand even if it's your non-dominant it doesn't matter clasp it Take some yeah. deep breaths. Say a couple of words. If it can be very specific, that's awesome. Yeah. It, especially it, even when it comes to manifesting money, I'm very specific. <laughs> Down to the dollar. Like, I need 20000 right now. Listen, I'm going to get this money for tomorrow. That's huh? I, exactly. You, I said, money. I'm going to get this I, money for tomorrow. Exactly. Listen. <laughs> Even if it got a rain down right now. Exactly. But it's just like you gotta be specific. And that's even with the stones, just so that it it just it just aligns. Mm-hmm. It just aligns everything. But mm-hmm. you don't have to do anything more than that. But some people rituals are deep, deep. Some people are yeah. just like, all right, a couple of things, but it's just as good. So I got Malachite ah, yes. from you. Mm-hmm. The heart warrior. How can I use that? Ah, so I know we talked about it, but yeah, no. <laughs> so with malachite, um, so, all right. So I'll tell you how I use my malachite. Once I got it, I cleansed it. I really just use it to con- keep a a love loving environment in my space. Mm-hmm. Because my home is very peaceful. It's not combative. It's not a whole bunch of nonsense going on. Right. And, I just wanted to use to guard the hearts of those that are in there so that it's it's just where you can be the most vulnerable, you can heal, and it just it's so it's more of a protecting stone for me, a heart protecting stone. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to like really, really use it, I would say it's a really good stone to pair up with rose quartz and clear quartz to mm-hmm. kind of have like an amplification. You can mm-hmm. do some meditation. You can do some spell work with it or manifestation work with it as well. Um, Malachite's a really good stone to incorporate in like spiritual baths and showers, but not necessarily having it in there, but you can have it like along with other crystals in Mm -hmm. the environment. I was about to say the ites are not the ones that need to be in water. Exactly. So like maybe up on a... If you have if like you a shelf like or your sink or something, but not in the actual shower with you. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then a lot of people use malachite for luck as well. I don't hmm. necessarily use it for luck. Because it's like I'm, a greenish. Yeah. So a lot of the green stones are going to be like luck, love, heart type, mm-hmm. type of stones. But that's mostly what I would say you could use it for. Um, and then people love to wear it too. Mm-hmm. Cause it just, it just assists with that loving vibration. Okay. And then I got 
bloodstone from mm-hmm. you. Yes. So I know you said that was for grounding. Yes. The red pieces in mm-hmm. it. What are those? Is that like a like? I guess as they call inclusions. Like are those like jasper type of pieces in there or something or i want to say right now guys i'm looking at my book this is what i do <laughs> because one thing i won't do is lie is i was you. about to say is guess oh, because i do not can't do, do that, that in the metaphysical realm that's not no, what we do no we go to the books <laughs> you go to the book and you speak ain't nobody got wisely time. ain't nobody got time to be guessing exactly because <laughs> at the end of the day that's what matters. Okay, so we are talking about bloodstone. I definitely saw it. And in these moments, that's when <laughs> you can't find anything. Like, <laughs> when I'm trying to rush. Come on, come on, come on. Because I know you said it's for grounding. So I did oh, like. You got it. Oh, right when I was about to start. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, no, I can speak for myself. <laughs> <laughs> speak for myself oh my goodness so for bloodstone it strengthens the body and it cleanses so it's it is a detoxer um it is a stone that you can actually create elixirs with so it it doesn't Mm. have any any like poisonous um attributes to it it maintains the stamina it um builds physical strength it also assists with the belief in one's self-commitment to spiritual goals. It promotes good physical and emotional health. So that part will be mostly within the root chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can pair it with a piece of clear quartz if you desire to amplify its um, protection vibrations. And then mostly they encourage you just to wear it. You can wear it or you can create elixirs with it. But you did say something about the red piece, mm-hmm. the red in it. And yes, it is Jasper's. Okay. So Bloodstone, yep. So Bloodstone is an overall. So, okay. There are a lot of stones out there that are a part of the quartz family. If you look at if you look at bloodstone and you pair it with a piece of quartz, you can you can really see, especially the outer layer, because mm-hmm. it doesn't have a matte finish like a jasper. Yeah, it's I very, could tell that. I could yeah. see through like exactly. Yeah. You'll find like there's something. I have a piece that's so gorgeous where it's mostly quartz and like like a little pieces of the bloodstone which is the jasper hmm. so yes it's a uh, red jasper inclusions. Oh. you were correct nice because i don't know of any other red stone so i'm just like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna guess it's that yeah <laughs> yeah and the see and that's the beauty of um getting these books so that you can learn more about this more about stones um and because not every not every stone is a crystal. You have your yeah. minerals. You have your your stones. I try not to call them rocks because some people get offended. But I mean, some of some, a lot of jaspers are considered rocks. Oh, they really are because of the molecular and chemistry of the stone. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know when uh, like some I asked you about facts about um, crystals for the crystal of the week on yes. my page. And sometimes you send me stuff that says like monoclinic or mm-hmm. triclinic. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Cause I literally found out about that maybe like a day or two before you sent that. And I was like, I just heard about that, but I don't know what this means. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she was able to get out the second book for that. Oh, listen, books. Like people ask me like, <clears throat> excuse me 
People ask me all the time, how do you know all this information? Because I read. Knowledge. Like, knowledge is power. I, yeah, you read. And when after I read, I work with my stone because it's just like anything else in that's telling you something. You still want to make sure that means something, mm-hmm. you know? So... Basically, when we talk about like monoclinic, um, hexagonal, and any of those types types of words, those are called the crystal systems or lattices. Hmm. So they're basically each crystal has a different crystal system that contains particular properties. So you have hexagonal crystals, which are good for manifestation. Mm-hmm. You have isometric crystals, which improve situations and amplifies energies. You have monoclinic, uh, which protects and safeguards. You have orthothrombotic crystals, which cleanse, clear, and unblock. And then you also have the tetragonal um, energy, um, sorry, crystals, which attract. And they're all based off of different different lattices and different cuts of the crystal. Um, so, for instance, like you'll have some quartzes. A lot of quartzes may be uh, hexagonal, mm-hmm. or you'll have like your obsidians, uh, your tourmalines, or things of that like that. Though they're going to be monoclinic because they are protection stones, mm-hmm. and it's it's easier to classify them based off of their meaning mm-hmm. um, than off of what they look like molecularly if that mm-hmm. makes any sense but yes yeah so, because some mm-hmm. of them are like smoothed out by this time you see it exactly. so it's just like no exactly <laughs> exactly exactly yep so that's just that's the that i like to say that's the science of the crystal the science of the crystal where the science of the crystal meets the metaphysical side yeah if that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so with the metaphysical realm i know that i know that you work with crystals Mm -hmm. do reiki and meditation yeah do you work with other i guess like just like in art do you work with other like mediums Mm -hmm. like you know like you say elixirs and like Mm -hmm. herbs and stuff you work with those too yeah so Besides Reiki and meditation, I do rituals. Um, so like cord cutting rituals, um, with where you're cutting energies from what, what it could be. They anything. always make me so nervous. Yeah. Even when I'm like watching them on TikTok, They're I'm really just like, fun. wow. They're really fun. I make a lot of my <laughs> rituals very interactive and I make it personal to yourself. Um, do they always have to be like, because it's just like the, um, like freezing something like putting it in the freezer Mm -hmm. does that always have to be towards a person or can it be like towards like a characteristic or like a personality trait that you have that you Mm -hmm. like really don't like like me i procrastinate could i like do that with procrastination like do a core cutting with that yeah you could and my core my core cutting is we're actually using fire and we're literally burning the cord between the two um, energies. Yeah, it's oh yeah, it's um because I usually see it with like two candles yeah, and like the cord. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And you write the two, so it could be an energy that you're trying to cut off. It could be a person that you're trying to cut off. There's also energetic cord cutting too during Reiki. Okay. but I like personally to do it the actual like you're writing, right when, you're burning okay. the cord. Um. Some people use the cold elements. It kind of really just depends on what what you're what you were trained to do. Okay. So or what you what you just learned. Um 
But yeah, it could be it could be an energy, it could be anything that you want to cut from. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I do um I just did a child blessing ceremony Aww. um maybe like a few weeks ago. So that's like a non-denominational non-denominational ceremony for people that you know want their child blessed that you know not, may not necessarily be able to go to a church. Um I do home blessings where I come and smudge your house if you desire. But it's it, once again, everything I do is interactive and it's educational. Um, so you're going to be as much as a part of the ceremony as I am. Right. Um, because you, it's, it's, it's important their to learn. energy. Yeah, yeah, your energy has to be. It's not my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do readings. Um, I don't really boast about them too much because most of the services and things that I do is for those that seek. Very. I'm a very you gotta seek it to find me because I'm I'm just not like you know I'm not really I don't put myself out there like that because my I don't want to I don't like to call myself an empath too much I just energy is very interesting for me mm-hmm. and if I can come across the right people then I'd rather the universe filter that yeah. so I do I do readings oracle readings um, I, I dabble in tarot I've been trying to do tarot but I don't do it often mm. um, I do birth date readings astrological mm. readings those are my favorite because nice. I know that astrology is my absolute favorite thing to do that's how I kind of move through my life by knowing people's signs and that's what determines my personality because it helps me get along with people better because I'm a Sagittarius. Nobody likes us. Just kidding. First of all, that's my moon and the more I find out, I'll be like, hey, uh, that's really wow. Yes. Um, But yeah. That's that get up and go energy. Like, oh, the energy ain't right here. Time for me to go. I'll be like, damn. And my moon is cancer, so that's why I'm in the house. That's why I say my life is boring, Aww. y'all. Because I, I like I just realized, like, wow, like the cancer in me really rules, especially during the winter time. I just found out what house is that? That it's in my shoot. I'm forgetting. It's in one of. It's in my house where it's just like my cancer is in my. You know what? I'm gonna pull the phone out because. <laughs> I ain't guessing. <laughs> I don't right. remember. But I was looking it up because I was looking at um, something on YouTube, of course. And yeah, so my cancer is in the fourth house. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my cancer is in the fourth house, which is about family, home, and security. Yeah. And I was just like, that makes so much sense because when it comes to me wanting to when it comes to the place that I think of like where I want to spend most of my time, it is in the house, but also I want it a specific way. Like I don't want to, when I think about like how clean my place is going to be and stuff like that, I'm just like, it's going to be very specific. Like I need this to be this type of way because you know something is going to be off like the energy is gonna right knock me off or whatever so yeah that's no i know but what was that related to crap <laughs> <laughs> no hold on um 27 it's in my history i was looking something else up because youtube has a hold on me and oh listen (laughs) i literally watched a man 
adopt a lobster from the market. Oh my gosh. She was just like, so you won't have to get eaten. Leo. Leon. It's the, the, it's a, (laughs) I said, oh, you too. (laughs) I was like, now I see why people watch this all day. Oh, so invested in that lobster. Oh my gosh, what is it called? Now I'm upset. (laughs) But anyway, it was basically talking about how like each year is, um, it brings out like a specific house that Mm -hmm. you need to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. And this is like my 27th year. So I needed to pay attention to my fourth house i think or something like that mm-hmm. and then it was just like and pay attention to this and that and there and i was just like wow this is a lot to learn about <laughs> astrology like this it is the stars just be doing stuff <laughs> it is like i try to i try to stick to the basics as much as possible <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with y'all because <laughs> when we start diving deeper into it that's the when it's it starts shifting like the personality like how you see people yeah see people and then how you feel like you you should be going about it yourself so even me with my moon and all of that <laughs> i try not to put too much onto it yeah i don't know it's just i try like i mean lately i've been thinking about it more because i'm just like okay why am i being this way mm-hmm. i'm supposed to be sagittarius i'm supposed to be yo this, 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 this. <laughs> right. and then when i do my reading and then i look at the and i'm just like okay you know what Mm. <laughs> I'm just a Sagittarius today. Right. When I start thinking about, all, I'm like, okay, this Taurus. I see Taurus. In my, I'm like, who? Who is that? Why is that in there? That's but my anyway. rising. No, really, really. My um, my rising is a uh, Capricorn. But oh, so yeah. I have some Taurus in my because your sun is basically goes off of your main sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Libra, Taurus, and then Sag. Yep. I'm just yeah. like, wow, this is interesting. Capricorn, uh, Cancer and Capricorn. Look, you hear that? A mess. <laughs> That's why I just I keep it real simple. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get that reading though. I like I like looking into stuff like that. Because yeah, then I feel like it really like it really helps me figure out like yo that's really why you be dealing with stuff yeah. like that and you need to stop <laughs> yeah like the and i like the reasons that i do it just hits on like the strengths and the weaknesses of your sign mm-hmm. like you know i hit it hits like lucky numbers and stuff like that but mm-hmm. it's mostly what i get from the reading is just your it's your genuine it's your genuine self mm-hmm. so it's not i tell people like the astro- my astrological reading isn't a oh you know making your way downtown shits and giggles like no it, it like I when I did my reading I almost cried because it pointed out some shadow it's the, it's the like it's sh- yeah the shadow side of me and you know I let people read it every now and then but it's it's a very sacred reading yeah. for me because it really points out some things about myself that I personally cannot change it is my personality i just have to be able to maneuver it where it's not i mean you know it's like it's like it's like but you know i I have to read myself before i read others yeah. um you know and i tell people Literally. all the time take it lightly you know you could, i could be wrong <laughs> the book can be wrong i don't know but yeah that's so besides that yeah that's kind of what i do i kind of dabble into a little bit of everything nice. in the spiritual realm she said if it's metaphysical if it's whatever that has to do with spirituality 
I'm there for it. Yeah, basically, okay? I'm there, you know. I am. So, my last question. Because mm-hmm. I think I, I definitely asked somebody, two people this before. Mm-hmm. But I usually ask this, like, closer to the beginning. But how do you feel about the word witch? Because oh. it's like once you get into like the herbs and stuff, Ooh, people yeah. will be like, "Oh my gosh, you're a witch!" Blah 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 blah, and it's just like okay, like certain times I'm just like, "Wow!" Like I'll look at certain like yeah different aspects of spirituality. Like if I look into like voodoo and hoodoo, I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah I would see that as being witchy." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's just like so. How do you feel about the word? Do you feel I- like? I think it has an a unfortunate negative connotation, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because you it's just one? like, uh, at the, <laughs> the only re- <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just a term that we use to uh, identify a, a being yeah. that does things that we feel like it's is, not the norm. Yeah, it's not the norm. <laughs> but. I feel like if you make yourself a cup of tea, <laughs> you deal with herbs too. You know, like if True. you know if you that chamomile be hitting. Yeah, like at the, but it's it's how witches use their herbs or like you know because not even every person that deals with herbs considers themselves a witch. You right. know, I just I think it really just depends. Um, I could be a herbologist. Yeah, you. But seriously, <laughs> but if you're if you are using things to if you genuinely cast spells and and you work with that realm with like candles and honestly, and what's crazy is I can't really speak a hundred percent. I've just started. I do research on witchcraft a lot because I sell to a lot of witches, mm-hmm. um, and I just started diving into herbs myself for because I wanted to make different like tea baths and different things like that because a lot of these herbs have a, amazing um benefits to them yeah. um but I think it's just it's just like me using my clear quartz to manifest anything it's just like me using my citrine <laughs> to manifest my wealth they use their herbs and they use crystals they use all types of things to yeah. manifest and create into so honestly I just feel like it's a word because it Cause then I feel like then I if I, we were back in those times they'd be calling me a witch too and burning yeah. me to the stake. So <laughs> I, I think it's just drowning I, you. Right, exactly. <laughs> I I like to call myself a light worker, energy mm-hmm. worker. That's and but I feel like that encompasses every everything. Yeah, that just every little everything, every big thing. And there's people that consider themselves you know witches and they do the same thing I do. I think it's which whatever you label yourself as. So I, I'm just gonna say it's a label. Yeah. Ooh. I like that. No disrespect, yeah. though. <laughs> no, yeah, because I'm like a label. What do you mean? But like, yeah, I just think it's just what some, I said. Well, yeah, what, <laughs> what you, I said. What you consider like. yourself? Some people might call me a witch. I consider myself an energy worker. Like, yeah, worker. Huh. yeah. I love that mm-hmm. because literally, like, because it has such a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Like you said, a lot of people will be like, "No, I don't want that." But right. like, because when I first started. I was just like, am I a witch? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. And I felt like, oh my gosh, like this word, like, I don't want anybody to think that I'm trying to do spells on them yeah. and stuff like that. Like, literally, this is for my healing. This is for yeah. my journey. Like, I'm not trying to do 
anything towards anybody else. Right. But so, even, I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. But even, so I read, a, a, so I read this book, it's called The Four Agreements. You can get it at Five Below. I got that in the house. And the <laughs> first, um, so the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. Mm-hmm. These are principles that I live by. Be impeccable with your word. And in this, in the first chapter, it talks about how even just as beings, we cast spells with our words every day. Words are every definitely day. spells. They are. In the Bible says, uh, um, the life and death is in the power of the tongue. It, words are, so you could be in the church every Sunday or, you know, out on the Sabbath, whatever you consider you the holiest of holy. Mm-hmm. But if behind closed doors you are, Speaking ill against people, you are casting spells. If you are lying, you're casting spells. If you, so, and even if you're speaking positively, you're still casting spells. So I think with people, like, that's the part that a lot of people need to understand. Our word is bond. Our word is life Mm -hmm. and death. Our words, what we say can manifest. So, you know, a lot of people that are, oh, witchcraft, oh, this, oh, this, but, they're the main ones that could, that's casting the most smells behind closed doors and you right. don't even know it, you know? And even as a child, I learned like my parents, they would say, your rebellion is witchcraft. Your rebellion is witchcraft. My parents used to use the Bible against me, y'all. I'm sorry. I had trauma that I'm trying to heal from, but it, it for real. No, a lot like, of people do. I've re- I've realized that a lot of people that are on that spiritual, spirituality, holistic, like my friend Kayla, the holistic hood booger, <laughs> energy workers, you know, metaphysical realm, anybody that really goes into that, I feel like they do have that trauma. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. And um, what I'm glad I didn't have was like the guilt from no I did experience guilt I did mm-hmm. experience not going to church and all that type of stuff like Same. that <laughs> it was it was mad it was mad crazy like I really felt and it, this I went through all of this in college like I felt mm-hmm. like I was turning my back on God because I wasn't going to church and all this type of stuff like that but that's really when my spiritual journey really kicked in when I realized like I don't have to be I don't have to be what's considered the house of God. I mm-hmm. don't have to tithe and offer and pay for the pastor's Bentley. I <laughs> listen and then when I realized I need like to keep I the lights just, on in my own listen, house. <laughs> I just realized that my parents were using the Bible against me. Like one day for real, listen, because my parents used to say they used to be like, honor thy mother and thy father and your days will be long upon the earth. Like, but it also for and says do not irritate your child. Do not provoke your child. They don't like that part. They don't like that part. Because they be like, how am I supposed to? You good. You good. (laughs) They be like, how how do I do that? You irritating me right now. So that's, it's important for people to understand, like. If you won't read it, use all parts. Yeah, just use all parts. But like. Your journey is your journey, y'all. You don't don't feel bad that you're not going to church no more. Don't feel bad that your your connection with God, your connection with spirit, that is on a personal level. That there's no there's no physical entity that could bring you any closer mm-hmm. to where you are. It's all on you and just mm-hmm. trusting the divine, whatever you consider your divine and living positively, peacefully. That's all that matters in this life for real. And then, whoo, 
Take me to church. Listen, I got church. Listen, listen, listen. Amen. Y'all better listen to this brown cup. <laughs> they probably was like, "Dad, he got serious." It did. I swear. Did whenever, serious. whenever certain <laughs> scriptures pop up, I be like. Because they're not using the whole thing. They're not now, using the crap out of me. And, but it's not, and it's but it's, but it sucks because it's not fair. Because you you grow up with this mindset, and it's just it's not the full truth, right? You know? And your parents, you expect, they don't know any better. They don't to know be any better. They just used it to control you because <laughs> you're wilding out for the moment. <laughs> And it's because of generational trauma, literally, because if you go down the line back to, you know, our ancestors that were slaves and things like that, they use the Bible to, you know, control them, too. And it's literally just generational curses that we're trying to, you know, stop. Right. Exactly. And rectify. You gotta do this. You gotta, you I gotta want, have voices. You gotta. I want people to get their voices yeah, out there and to real. help other people understand that it's like it's not it's not just you. And I tell people this all the time. It feels bad to feel like wow, this feels so much better because I know it's not just me. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you need to understand that there's a community or there are people out there that are like, yes, I went through the same thing, yeah. and let me let me tell you like what I did to get through that yeah. trauma or you know oh I haven't experienced that but you know I dealt with something differently maybe this will help you exactly. and I think that's so important to have that community or have those voices be able to speak about yeah exactly what they've been through very true so yes yeah thank you so much for coming yeah. on Thank you for having me. Yeah. I feel like we was in the sacred space just chatting, girl. <laughs> Every time I link up with you, it's just like therapy, therapy, <laughs> therapy, therapy like, sessions. You healing me? I'm healing you. Yeah, that's how it's supposed. <laughs> I, I really feel like that's when you know you have like a genuine bond with somebody yeah. when you're able to do that. Yeah, because you can't do that with a lot of people. Listen. Mm-mm. So thank you for being that for me. Oh, I appreciate same. it. <laughs> We're going to park show right Yeah. <laughs> That's our gang sign. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't deal with it. acting up. But yes, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to us. Don't forget that coupon code SOUL15 mm-hmm. that you can use with Angie at the Sacred Space um, on her website. Mm-hmm. It'll be on um, Brown Skin Conversations um, Instagram page. So y'all can always go there. I'll have the link in my bio. And if you go to Aunt Queen Gems, on Instagram as well, the link to um, get to her website is also in her bio as well. So yes, head on over there. Do not miss out because this this coupon code does not last forever. It does okay? not. So y'all better take advantage of it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because these type of things don't come often. All right. So thank you, everybody, and we're out. Bye. <laughs>